Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to another information-packed edition of Newsmax Daily for Thursday, March 16th, 2023. Today is National Panda Day. Ah, who doesn't love the pandas? In fact, research shows it's one of the most universally loved animals in the world, Research also shows, sadly, there are only two to 3,000 pandas left in the wild and a few hundred in captivity. Today is also National No Selfies Day, and we can only hope that people will really celebrate this holiday. And on the food calendar, it's National Artichoke Day. When is the last time you had an artichoke, if you even know what an artichoke is? This is a very inside joke, so I apologize, but I can not talk about artichokes without laughing and mentioning the Zoki artichokies from my friends and former co-workers at WBT Radio in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, of course, all the listeners of that uh, station and morning show that know what the heck I'm talking about. All right, anyway, in the headlines, North Korea firing a long-range missile today. This happening just hours before the leaders of South Korea and Japan were set to meet Japanese and South Korean officials confirming the launch, reporting that the missile flew about 620 miles, landing in the waters just west of Japan. Meanwhile, Pentagon officials got on the phone with Russia after the attack on a U.S. drone working to de-escalate any conflict. As far as an active war goes, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. Incidents happen um, and and uh, clearly, uh, we do not uh, seek armed conflict with, uh, with Russia. U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Milley in a Pentagon briefing said the Russian jets intended to intercept the drone, but it's not clear if they intended to collide with the drone. He also said recovering the drone, which Russia is trying to do now, would be very difficult because it sank in an area of the Black Sea that is four to 5,000 feet deep. Meanwhile, retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel and former National Security Advisor under President Trump, Tony Schaefer, joined John Bachman now on Wednesday. It's unclear, I guess, officially if this was an accident, but when you have a Russian fighter jet dumping fuel on an American aircraft, flying in front of it in a very aggressive way, I mean, do we really call this an accident? No, it was no accident. John, this was... uh Dumping the fuel on the aircraft was the tactical equivalent of a dog raising its leg on a fire hydrant. This was meant to send a message. And the message is, we the Russians are not happy with what you're doing. And obviously, they've declared this airspace to be controlled. We don't recognize that. So frankly, I'm surprised something like this hasn't happened sooner. It's very clear, though, uh, much like during the Cold War, uh, we have to figure out a way of dealing with it without expanding and being more provocative. So there has to be a response, but that response can't be, as Lindsey Graham said, let's start shooting down P- P- you know, planes randomly. But there has to be some focused response to this antagonist, uh, it's antagonism. And what would you advise that response to be, Tony? So uh, there's a number of places right now we are in close contact with the Russians. One of those places is Syria. 
uh, we need to remind the Russians that there are things that we can do together to be helpful and some things that we cannot. And there are other, there are other ships out there in the ocean that we know where they're at. Uh, I would not say what we're going to do, but I would do something that clearly is meant to send a message like we're not going to be pushed around. Again, I don't want to get us into a shooting fight, but you cannot back down to a bully. And a bully will only expand his antagonism if you don't do something in response. So just, there's some things we could do. I, the specifics, I think the Pentagon can figure out which ones to go after. Again, that's retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. And based on General Milley's comments at yesterday's Pentagon briefing, it doesn't sound like the administration will send a message, although that is exactly what it is supposed to sound like, right? You're certainly not going to give them any indication, but based on how Biden has handled China, for example, so far, we'll see. Time will tell, as they say. Meanwhile, President Biden is back at the White House today after a couple of days in Las Vegas and California while speaking on health care and lowering the cost of prescription drugs yesterday. He stuck to the script and did not mention Russia. The Affordable Health Care Act is also a means by which millions of hardworking Americans have access to preventative care like cancer screenings. Mega Republicans put that at risk as well. Nearly 40 million Americans would be in danger of losing coverage completely if they were to succeed. So there he goes again, trying to intimidate people. And again, mega and MAGA Republicans. Which one is it? And first it was Medicare and Social Security. Now Republicans, the mega and MAGA ones at least, want to take away your preventative health care. How about the cost of food, gas, electric, the stock market, and everything else? Former National Press Secretary for the Trump administration, Hogan Gidley, on Democrat and Republican policies. Look, we don't have to point all the way back to Reagan to say, look at where we were when we had prosperity. This is just a couple of years ago where we were energy independent. We had low cost for gas and for groceries, a secure southern border. Crime was at all-time lows. We didn't have the amount of human trafficking or child smuggling. Fentanyl wasn't as big of a problem now uh, as it was then. These successes were in place because Donald Trump focused on the American people first. So when he made peace deals that no one thought possible or trade deals that benefited American workers, we were humming along pretty good. Now we have Joe Biden who came into office and said, I'm going to do everything the opposite and watch it succeed. But we were already successful. So now as we begin to fail systematically at every le level of government and every issue he pushes, what the people are sitting there saying is, why aren't we going back to the policies that really improved our lives, that gave us a, a future worth looking forward to? And Joe Biden at the, at the middle of this is looking around pretending as if these things are happening to him, like he has no say-so. These are all happening because of him and his policies, and absolutely the American people are fed up with it. Host Carl Higby filling in this week for the vacationing Chris Salcedo. Are super angry with Governor Ron DeSantis after he said he doesn't think supporting the war in Ukraine is a, quote, vital interest. Now, the, the U.S. Senators John Corwin, Liz, Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio say that DeSantis has it wrong and that some of you have said, like, if you don't think this is vital, you're missing a lot. Are they missing a lot or is DeSantis on to something? I think the American people are quite concerned about the fact that this current administration was, first of all, late to the game. Let's be honest. Ukraine was able to stop Russia's aggression in large part because Donald Trump was the one who provided them with weaponry that allowed the uh, Ukrainian people to defend themselves. Joe Biden was late to the game here, as usual. And now his his solution is whenever he gets into political trouble, which is often, by the way, 
he just strokes another check to Ukraine. So it looks like the uh, America as the world's piggy bank mantra is back under Joe Biden. So people like Donald Trump, people like Ron DeSantis, people uh, you know, on the Republican side are questioning the fact that we're seeing no real return, no real end in sight, no real strategy. We're not brokering a deal. And look, I don't know that Ukraine is necessarily uh, strategic for us, but defeating Russia sure is because Russia and China are partners. And if you can weaken China by weakening Russia and not having to put troops on the ground, it makes a whole lot of sense. But the fact is, this thing has gone on a long time without uh, American leadership. The people are questioning it, and rightly so, because where are our tax dollars going uh, but to another country at this point? Not securing our own border, not doing all the things that most presidents could do by walking and chewing gum at the same time. This president can't. And Craig's right. And he won't because he wants to remake America. And if he can sell the fact that he believes America is the root of all evil and the cause of the world's problems, it would make sense to change everything. But the fact is, most Americans don't believe that. We know we're a beacon of hope and of strength and of goodness and of democracy all over the world. Again, that's former National Press Secretary Hogan Gidley on the Chris Salcedo Show. DeSantis said continued support from the United States for Ukraine as it defends itself from Russia's invasion is not a vital national interest, counter to some Republicans like Marble Mouth Mitch, who said it's the Republicans' number one priority. The governor's stance is more in line with former President Donald Trump than with many Republicans currently in Washington. Here's what Senator Rubio, the vice chairman of the Select Committee on Intelligence and senior member of the Committee on Foreign Relations said. Well, I don't know what he's trying to do or what the goal is. Obviously, he doesn't deal with foreign policy every day as governor. And Senator Kevin Kramer of North Dakota was highly critical of DeSantis's comment. Obviously, he's, he's busy running a big state, but if he's interested in the bigger states, he probably, probably needs to get boned up on it. Get boned up on it. Meanwhile, Christy Nome, the great governor of South Dakota, spoke with Eric Bowling about a variety of issues, including a potential DeSantis-Trump face-off. Is there any interest in President Nome running for president? And no. let's be honest, I know you're not going to say it right here, but maybe you will eventually. But, he, but Ron DeSantis and, and Trump seem to be snipe. Well, Trump is sniping at DeSantis. There, this, mm-hmm. There's a going back and forth. But the governorship, governor of a state like South Dakota or Florida, this matters in, in, in going forward. What are your thoughts on Trump, DeSantis, mm-hmm. Nome? Weigh in. Well, there's a lot of people who want to run for president right now. I, th- I think that anybody who gets up every day just dreaming of being president um, probably should never be president. Uh, that's not the kind of leader that we need right now. We need someone that really understands the importance of saving this country, that every day the Democratic Party gets up and tries to promote its socialism and Marxist agenda in this country, and that we need people who do the job because they really want to fix stuff. I would look at everybody that's running for president right now and not just listen to what they're saying. Go look at what they actually did. Listen, we lived through probably three or four years of of, a, of kind of hell in this country, Eric, with what we saw shutting down from the pandemic, how the government just you know, mandated closing of businesses, mandated vaccines, took away people's freedoms because the government told people they couldn't get together in gatherings, that people rolled over and gave up their freedom of assembly, Uh, they quit going to church. Those are all power grabs that were a little unprecedented in our times. And I think we should go to every one of those candidates and not just listen to what they're saying right now as they're a candidate for president, 
we should really look at what they did and what actions they took. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem with very, very sound advice there on the balance with Eric Bowling. That's weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern. Also happening in Washington, former Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti will be the next U.S. ambassador to India. He was officially confirmed by the Senate on Wednesday after some senators expressed reservations over accusations that Garcetti knew well that his former political aide was sexually harassing people. You probably remember that story, and Garcetti has always denied those accusations. Yesterday, I told you the state of Ohio had filed a lawsuit against Norfolk Southern in the wake of the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Governor Mike DeWine joined the record with Greta Van Susteren. Governor, can you give me some idea of what it's like in East Palestine right now? Well, a lot of activity is going on uh, as a lot of the dirt uh, continues to be removed from uh, you know, around the, the railroad, uh, the tracks were taken up about a week ago and still still taking dirt out of there from that. Um, you know, continuing to test the air, continuing to test the water. Um, you know, those are the things that are going on, uh, you know, on, on, on the ground. I think people are still, uh, you know, concerned. Uh, some people are, as they go into the health clinic that we, we set up, uh, you know, they have some symptoms, they have rashes. Uh, they have some other things. I think that, uh, you know, based on the conversations that I've had uh, with residents, many of them are just concerned, not so much about now, but they're concerned about in the future. You know, are they going to come down with something five years from now, 10 years, 15 years from now? And that's, that's why I think it's so important uh, as quickly as possible to get a fund actually uh, set up. I've talked to the uh, the railroad about that. I, I think they're very, very open to do that and want to do that. Uh, I know our attorney general was in conversation with their lawyers uh, several days ago in regard to that as well. I think having a, that fund set up will at least give people uh, you know, good confidence that if something arises five, 10 years from now in their health or their family's health, that there'll be money there to, to help them. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who went on to explain that the soil, the air, the waters all being tested by outside independent companies, not only by the government and the rail company. The record with Greta Van Susteren airs weeknights at 6 o'clock Eastern. If you are not already watching The Record and all the other great Newsmax TV shows, you can find Newsmax on most major cable systems as well as most platforms like Roku, Amazon, Pluto, and others. If if you have AT&T or another provider that doesn't carry Newsmax, be sure you call them up and demand Newsmax TV. Also, make sure you get the Newsmax app, as I mentioned earlier, so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.